Williams and Bloom Sunday Night Podcast is always presented by our friends at MacDyne and the MacDyne Corporation. Actually, was at a really cool uh, We Will Leadership luncheon over this past week and uh, talked to some people about MacDyne, was telling the story about how awesome of a company it is. Uh, these are some pretty heavy hitters in central Iowa, and they were curious about it. It was really cool uh, to know that they were listening. And, yeah, I, I spread the good word of MacDyne. You can check them out at MacDyne.com and see what it's all about, a collection of technology companies that remove obstacles to insight and understanding. They are located in Marshalltown, and they're behind a lot of the great uh, technology, the IT and audiovisual services that you see, the AV, uh, VR stuff. It's frankly, it's uh, over my pay grade because I'm not that smart of a guy. I just know that a lot of really successful people love this company. You can check them out at MacDyne.com. Before we bring in Brent Bloom, I also want to give a shout out to my friends at Plaza RV in Bondurant. They are, um, I, in my opinion, just a, the perfect local company. I bought a camper from them for my family a couple of years ago. Um, you know, just like anybody who has a camper, you need it serviced. Things break. You got to get it fixed. You know, it's a, it's a, it's definitely a learning process. And the thing I've loved about my relationship with Plaza RV is how easy it is to get great customer service. That's because they're locally owned. They only have a few employees. Right, this isn't this giant um, place. It's just trying to move merchandise or move inventory off of its lot, and then they don't give a crap about you later on. Plaza RVs there before, during, and after the sale. If you are in the market this spring for a new or used RV, you should go to plazarv.com or give them a call. And also remember about their rental service. If you got a spot in the RV. Plaza, one of my best friends just did this. He's renting an RV for the entire year. He upped his donation and got a spot in the RV Plaza at Iowa State. And Plaza RVs, he's going to rent from them all year long so he can enjoy the football games. That's pretty cool. Check them out at plazarv.com. All right, happy Mother's Day to all of the mothers out there. Let's bring in Brent Bloom, play a little English, and get after it here on the pod. As I mentioned, happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. I always like to say this, too, because going through, when you go through the infertility deal, it kind of sucks. Like when you want to be a mother or when you want to be a father and you can't. So I always like to point out that there's men and women out there who are mother and father figures that aren't biologically one. So I, I wish you a happy Mother's Day, too, out there, gal. From Great the bottom point. of my heart. I always do that to my Aunt Deb every year. She was like a mother to me. Yeah, a little sentimental start to the podcast. <laughs> yeah, no, it's true. I, Steph, it's tough on us, too. It's brutal. Mothers and fathers. The worst thing ever is, like, when... Well, it, I think it was more of a female th- for the, than at least it was for me at the time. But, like, if somebody would get pregnant, my wife would just, like, be like... Because <gasps> social media... Yeah, like, well, and everybody, everything. everybody always talks about how great their lives are, 
but nobody ever is like, you know what? I'm really struggling with infertility right now. Yeah. Nobody. I mean, I guess probably more now, but I don't know. There yeah, you go. That's true. That's right. You're There's right. my little uh, there soapbox. My little soapbox. Moments with Williams. <laughs> kind of a weird week. Uh, this was not a fun week. Yeah, it was a. It was an odd I, week. I didn't enjoy this week at all. I I really didn't. You know, somebody I, I did not enjoy it a bit. Somebody sent me a text. They're like, Bloom, good job cursing everybody because two weeks ago you said in the podcast that <laughs> Iowa State hasn't had any off-field drama. Good job, buddy. I take full responsibility. I had a couple of those people say similar things. Maybe they were the same people, but at the we will thing just, the other day. It's like walking in and saying, "Hey, there's no hitter going on." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just well, head well, happens, but I, well, we'll know, talk uh, about it. we'll talk about it. Guy hasn't missed a free throw in two months, <laughs> right? Right, exactly. We'll get to it. We're gonna. Other than that, it wasn't much of a newsy week. Tailgate tour starts this week, so you know you're kind of in the doldrums of the off season. We'll we'll kind of run down that. I want to hit on some Iowa State wrestling. Big they, week had, for they had a massive week. That was by far the best, most exciting thing that happened. We will start with the um, obvious topic, which is the gambling probe. What, what oh, investigation? Investigation, I, I think, mean, is the fair way to put it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, from here, here's what I understand. You give us the scoop, and then I'll comment. How about that? From what I understand, this kind of uh, it does feel to me like Iowa State is collateral here. I think that this whole thing started at Iowa, um, in, in one way or another. I don't want this to sound like the whiny Iowa State guy, though. The thing is, I'm I'm really torn on it. All these athletes know they're not supposed to bet. Um, so Iowa State self-reported to the NCAA. Correct. Fifteen names. Fifteen names, but that was after uh, the Iowa Gaming Commission did the investigation. <laughs> Correct, and I think the Gaming Commission, for some reason, it sounds like was tipped off at Iowa, and then but then the they did picture. more of a widespread thing. So it's it's kind of like, well, that sucks. Yeah. Right. But you're also, it's like, I used it with our premium subscribers the other day that it's like a speeding ticket when you're going five over, and the, but you've been passed 15 times on the interstate. Yeah, you, st- you still were you, speeding. I know I was speeding. Yeah. Right. So it's like, I'm not going to appeal the ticket because I, I chose to break the law as minor as it is. And that's what's really complex about this thing is let's say it's underage gambling. Mm hmm certainly is what it appears to be. I mean, that's like a minor misdemeanor. It's for like most a, for yeah. non college athletes. Correct. For yeah, like it's like a speeding ticket. But if you're an NCAA athlete, then different. It becomes a much bigger deal. And and now we're having the conversation of you know, I saw Kirk Ferentz was quoted. I've not seen Matt Campbell quoted on it yet. I'm assuming he will be at the Telgate tour. Mm-hmm. Kirk Ferentz, you know, points out and he's a hundred percent correct. This is a thing all over the country. This is not isolated to our state. He is correct. Um, why did they, the, the biggest question I have out of this is why, why did they target Iowa? Right. Like why is our state the only one being, I would like to know that as well. Singled out. Are, what is happened? our gaming commission that <laughs> much more attentive like, was Kim Reynolds one day. Hey, we need to get a hold of this or wherever it would have come from. Like the auditor was Rob Sand. Like, I, no, like oh, oh, I would. I, hopefully that comes out because I'm in. I'm just interested. Yeah, like, how does this happen? I was told, and I and I. This is not me reporting it. 
Um, I was told that Iowa baseball is kind of where the whole thing started, and then it mushroomed out from there. But we'll see. I don't. But that could be inaccurate, Brent, because they're just the most public one right now because they're playing. They're playing. So mm-hmm. there's so much misinformation out there. My biggest thing that sucked about this week is you started hearing names of of like implicated athletes and stuff, and I just like frankly thought that that was really unfair especially early in the week, because there's not a lot of people who understood how minor most of this stuff really is. But you hear gambling NCAA athlete, and you automatically think, oh, Boston College, they're they're shaving points. Arizona State. Yeah, and that's simply not the case here. And and then it was also a little bit unfortunate, and and I get it. It's social media, and people people like to make jokes out of things that are difficult. Correct. But then you re- then you right away you see people like oh was was this receiver doing this because he dropped this pass what, did he have you know it's like that's not that is not fair yeah they started doing that people. to a young man from Iowa who transferred and I'm like Jesus like you just throwing that out there recklessly there's some idiot that's going to take that to his coffee shop and claim it as fact. That's why I put out a tweet the way I did on yeah, Monday night. Like, it. will you shut up about names until we know something here? Yeah, and I think that's you don't want to get caught up, especially if it's. It, so I think it'll be interest, interesting. The, the question is, so then what is the repercussions here? Okay, you self-report. There, there legitimately are 15 names from Iowa State. You, and what was it? It was football, track and field, and wrestling. Yes. So we'll see what that means. Now the 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 issue is. The precedent, and it hasn't really, there hasn't really been one. There's been one case since all this stuff became legalized, and that was the Virginia Tech football player that put 50 bucks on an NBA playoff game and got suspended six games. Which is outrageous. Which is outrageous, but that's the precedent. And so now, all eyes, there are, of the 400 athletic departments in the country, all eyes are on Iowa and Iowa State right now. Because everybody's looking at this and going, what is the NCAA going to do? It really bothered me, and I, I said no to every single one of them. The only radio show I did was Miller and Condon locally because I know those guys. And uh, I had Fox News, Newsmax, News Nation. All like, those channels that exist that you All these like, political watches. channels that were like wanting me to do Zoom it's interviews. Not a pol- I don't think it's a political thing. But it this became an, one very quickly. It's an NCAA thing. I had a... Washington D.C. Um, sports talk station. I had a Vegas one, um, Big Twelve Sirius. Yeah, like I, all, and I just, I'm like, I'm not going to do this for you to sit there because you probably haven't done your research, and you're probing for a story that's bigger than it is. And I also just like, I don't know that. I, I think I was the first person who put out the tweet after Iowa State put out the release. I had no idea this was coming. All I did was copy Just and paste the, the quote. release. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was Just one of the off. most engaged quote or tweets that I've ever put out in my life. And I, I get it. It's like on the surface, it's this giant ass sexy Because it hasn't story. happened since sports betting was legalized in college athletics. Correct. You had a couple NFL guys get mixed up with it's, it. It's this is a hard thing cuz again like I think it's, it's total BS that Iowa and Iowa State are the only ones like if you did a probe or whatever this oh was everywhere every athletic department in the country would have this. Every single one and it's it's that's why everyone eyes are on this situation and there's so much interest and there will be 
because whatever precedent the NCAA puts on these two schools, you're going to have to do it across the board. Yeah. And my question is, what are these other states now doing? So if this came from the Gaming Commission in Iowa, what are the other Gaming Commissions doing? You know 100% that it, it's not a convenience that, oh, Iowa, Iowa and Iowa State are the only student athletes that are betting on college or any type of sports. It makes me really mad. It, but, it, but again, like. But why? why <laughs> correct. Why us? Here? It makes me mad. But then, like, damn it, you knew you're not supposed I to I know bet. they're not supposed to. Yeah. But why this? And Because it, it, then the, the commission came out and said, by all accounts, it wasn't nefarious. It wasn't point shaving. None of this had yeah. impact. Would have been on nice to tell us that yesterday before the media frenzy. <laughs> that was mis- so, that was not that was not played well by them. I, I agree with that. I mean, you got to come out and it, and I, I I don't know what their process is, but that led to rampant speculation. Yeah, did you think the worst because that's that's the only time you heard it. it what it could be, it could be as simple, right? As somebody put a twenty dollar bet on the the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And or that's, or you even can't do that. Now yeah. that and they are the other thing, Chris, and I, and I I feel bad because these student athletes are told over and over and over again that no, you cannot do this. Everybody knows it. Mm-hmm. It's like the biggest thing right when they step on campus. You do not get involved in sports wagering. So part of me is like, well, I don't really feel bad then if you get caught up in it. But at the same time. It's way heavy-handed if you're going to be losing eligibility for half a season or a whole season too. Like that's not fair for the what could be a simple ten-dollar wager on a game that does not involve you. So from what I understand, where we are at right now is like Iowa and Iowa State don't even know the seriousness of this. They know the names, they know whose like phones were confiscated. Okay, but they don't know. Did this guy bet a thousand dollars on the Big Twelve Championship game, or did he bet ten on a MLB spring training game? Right, they don't know. So the, and that's those, the thing. So the rules are just to make it clear: for a college athlete, you cannot wager on any sport in which the NCAA has a championship. So a college athlete could technically wager on NASCAR yep. or horse racing. What they can't or wager UFC. or UFC or what, boxing, I think that's it. That's it. What they can't wager on is any other sport that has an NCAA championship. Which and I think everybody knows this. The protective reason over it is like if you're talking to Brock Purdy and he is your former teammate and you're betting Insider on the insider information. That's what they're because a lot of people don't understand why. I, and I, that's going to be harder and harder to enforce. I think. I mean, I, I even think like if you're one of these players. If you're one of these players that, you know, potentially was not underage, but you still got caught up in this thing because of the underage, like you, there might even be legal like outlets for you. And that's where I'm curious about the yes. NCAA because they they cannot be naive to the fact that this is a nationwide not, thing cannot. and that there are more stories coming. So if they suspend all the Iowa State and Iowa guys for a year, they're going to have to do that for everybody else. And this is what's most interesting. Obviously, you worry about the on-field situation for Iowa State. I mean, yes. um, I, mean I get that. Like, that's front and center. Who is it? What are the games they're going to miss? This this may not be great for the fall, potentially. But I think bigger picture is this is like the NCAA's last stand. They have been neutered almost every direction in the last three years. Mm-hmm. They still have They still have this little bullet left in the gun. To, and and so do they do they do they overreach 
Do they maintain that power? Good point. And if they do, did the rest of the Power 5 schools go, we're out. Like This is ridiculous. Because what you're seeing, Chris, across all of college athletics right now That's a good point. is openly challenging the NCAA saying, come after me, I dare you. Uh, and now, I don't think Iowa and Iowa State would do that. But I know for a fact some of those SEC schools and other Big Ten schools, they're literally changing state laws right now in regards to NIL to challenge the NCAA. What is to stop if you have a guy suspended by the NCAA? Yeah. What if you just say... We're not part we're not, of you anymore. We're not, yeah, we don't want to participate. Yeah. Because quite frankly, the NCAA has really not a whole lot of power over football in particular. They do over the Olympic sports. But I think that you're seeing what how they react to this could determine what the NCAA's place is in college athletics over the next five years. I know that's kind of a big like way big statement, but they, they are we're we're teetering on the edge of these power five conferences or power six, whatever just taking control of the NCAA themselves and saying, screw you guys, we're just doing it on ourselves and you're not going to get the money anymore. And I think if they get too broad, if they get too heavy-handed here, it's just going to alienate these schools further and you may see a breakaway really fast. This could be the thing that breaks the camel's back. I hadn't gone that far, but you're, you're, you're not crazy. Well, if, if, that. Yeah, if, I, if, real, that's good. If these guys get suspended for the whole year, even six games, I could see... Okay, that that would that would set a precedent, but I think it would also, I think that could endanger the NCAA in a weird way. They have to like they got to. I don't know where it this. came from, but they have to have some sort of you know reasonable discussion within them about loosening these things up in a world where gambling ads are. I mean, we are in the Wild Rose Casino studios th- here on, on Cyclone Fanatic. Why do you think the NCAA tournament is? been so popular yeah, why no is the shit. college football playoff well, expanding i would make the point that women's basketball has seen a huge boost from being able to There's bet no on their question. games it is not coincidental right at all no and you can't just bury There's your head in the sand and go oh we're better than that there are schools not iowa or iowa state that have well iowa with their collective yeah yeah you know, that has a five hundred thousand dollar sponsorship from yeah. the it wasn't wild rose it was no. riverside casino yeah, riverside and but they my, had their coaches on the floor with the casino executives, yeah. with the sponsors. So my and and then there's some actual universities that yeah. have licensed sports betting partners. Colorado did with PointsBet, and then they've since backed out, backed there's off a, of that. A many of them have backed out because I think that they saw it and were like, "This is a bad you idea." Know so that's what's interesting when I when the Iowa news came out. And I'm just going to be transparent here. I got several calls from people involved with Iowa State saying, "In in no case, in no situation." Where the we, should the We Will Collective ever sign anything with a casino? You're not. Do Who not. said that to you? Uh, Iowa State administrators. Okay. They said we we don't want any part of that. that. Which is smart. Which is great. Yeah. I mean, but it's also like, man, if we're gonna if we're gonna toy this, th- th- walk this fine line, you can't be surprised when when this comes up. And I honestly, there's sixty six. But even power- saying that though is like Learfield takes casino money. Some do, not Iowa State. I've heard Wild Rose. Well, ads. maybe okay. Casino, not sportsbook. And yeah, there's it. a difference. But like, yeah. you see my point yeah, though. And then it. the university function they benefit from that. Like, listen, uh, th- there's not an ounce of me that like I saw a lot of people go. Well, I mean, did they were they educated enough? They were educated 100%. enough. These athletic uh, departments, these compliance departments, they do all a, their if, points. If you work in college <laughs> athletics, that is like the number one thing is you do not Correct. participate in gambling. So I know that they know this, but it 
when a story like this happens, again, it comes to, well, the athletes can't do anything, right? That's what it comes to. It, it, it always comes down to that. And that's where these lawsuits and these, well, it, you know, what, this type of stuff and, pick up. And do you, if you, if you suspend a kid for six, eight, nine games, whatever it might be, do you open yourself to a lawsuit? And then what? I mean, that's what I'm saying. I think the NCAA is on the clock here of how do they how do they want to address this? Because this is not the last time this is going to happen. And if they throw the gauntlet down on somebody making a $10 wager on an NBA playoff yeah. game, good luck. There's just a lot of hypocrisy and a lot of like stuff you got to work out that are involved at all. And I, so, and so it's good and bad. It's like, man, I'm glad this is happening in a way in a big picture because this is going to happen. I don't love that. It's Iowa and Iowa state. Don't no, love that at this all. sucks. Don't love it. This was a bad week. It, it was going to happen somewhere. I don't know how Iowa and Iowa state ended up. And that's, that's, I think where we started this conversation is why did the Iowa gaming commission decide to go on this limb when you know what's happening everywhere? Be curious about that. But it was inevitable, I, and so now let's see what the answer is. This is going to this is going to quicken the process of what do you do in this situation going forward? And in professional sports, and I would argue we're nearing professional sports, you can wager on anything but your sport. Is that right? Like if you're yeah. an NFL player, you can wager on the NBA. Yes. I think that's a more sensible thing to do. It absolutely is. Uh, and and I hope I hope common sense prevails here, not this NCAA blanket, oh, we're not going to move an inch because you saw what that did to the NCAA and NIL. They, they will be in they a are heap gonna get of buried. trouble. They're just going to get buried. This it's, is their last chance. This is a fascinating topic. Again, I just wish we weren't all I, in the middle of I it. I totally agree. Like I wish I wish we were talking about Utah and Utah State because yeah. that'd be that would be interesting. I, that's the, a, the one thing, though. The, we'll leave the topic here. Why? Why did this happen? Like, what? Who? 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 Made why didn't the, they go after West Virginia or like I don't know, and like who, Chicago or why is why are these? Yeah, it, it, why didn't Northern Iowa get bugged? Did they? I mean, I were they reviewed too? Was Drake? I don't think so, but I don't know. I think it was kind of random where the. Where these things happen. I don't know all the specifics. And honestly, it seems- what, what I thought would happen is that news came out on what? Tuesday or Monday afternoon? I thought then Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, you'd see a wave of five or six states do their own reviews and find this amount of people. That didn't happen. So no. it makes you wonder, okay, I'm going to go. I'm not a conspiracy guy, but I'm going to go conspiracy. Did those other states gaming commissions give them the heads up to you know, the, the powers that be at these athletic departments in other states saying, Hey, we found this too. We're going to keep it quiet, but get make your, sure, get, get your, your stuff st- together. Yeah. You know, I mean, it is, could from, that have happened? I, I don't it know probably all the specifics, could have happened. but uh, from the research that I've done, and I know a lot of people in this field is like, this didn't just randomly happen. There's no way that the gaming commission or whatever was like, Oh, we found, we just randomly, have been doing looking and like there's no foul play, but we found 15 athletic department people that all doesn't the same happen because it, it, sh- it doesn't it happen. It would not have happened. All there was the same a sweep, time. yeah, for some reason. Reason why? Why? Yep, yep. And then if, why? Why isn't that happening everywhere else? So a theory that was floated to me was that it could have come from a specific sports book, and if that's the case, well, keep your ears and eyes open because that could be coming still or to your theory, your conspiracy theory, it will not. I, I just, I mean, it's just weird that it not, this didn't happen anywhere else when I was what the 35th 
most populated state. Why would we literally have what Iowa had 104 people pop up in their little review? Iowa State had 15. So you're telling me that 120 people are only in the state, only in the state of Iowa? Like, come on now. <laughs> yeah. So it's I, it's. But I do think I again I I'm, I I'm it's unfortunate it's Iowa and Iowa State, but I think this will tell us a lot about the future of uh, sports wagering as it involves college athletics because it's not a coincidence that all of this money that has poured in the last five years to college sports, it's a tangible tie right to gambling. Sorry, I'm a, I got a little distracted there. I, I'm telling you, man. Like, and I'm I'm not a just a homer. The NASCAR product right now is as good as it's ever been. You're just watching the well. Oh, it's unbelievable. These guys, I mean, they just wreck each other all the time. I mean, they're always getting in fights. Like fight. it's, it's phenomenal. <laughs> it's it's just like I mean, the the product is just out of control. Good right now. I, I absolutely. I, that's love not it. a direction. Of, I, th- I thought you hated the product. So good for you. I I go back and forth with it. When you love something so much, you you're harder on it. Well. You know, it's like your kid. You love your kid more, but I, if my kid's being a <laughs> see screw off but, over in the corner i care more than if your kid is but to tie back why why if i'm a college athlete why can i wager on this though because <laughs> there's no sport because you don't have any connections to harrison burton yeah but if i get if i get deep in the weeds with with money losses and betting on this you're right it's stupid yeah i'm just it, the whole thing is stupid I don't disagree. It is stupid. We we agree there. They they have to modernize these rules. It's like you the can't other thing in your world. Um, a smart person pointed this out to me is because all these like thresholds go back to 2018 because right. they changed their rules a little bit. They lighten them up a little bit. Well, what's different between now and then? Well, one gambling's legal. Yes, and the other the bigger one nil. Yeah, they all have money now. I and I saw some of this. It's like, well, man, these guys are just spending all their nil dollars on gambling. It's like, no, actually, in my opinion, the fact that they're getting nil dollars would would prevent them from gambling and trying to fix games, right? Yeah, they wouldn't. They wouldn't need them. Like the Arizona State story. It's a great documentary. It's on Netflix. The guy was. Guy threw his throwing games for like a couple thousand dollars. It's like because he didn't have any money. Yeah. Well, now that these guys are getting some of that money, I it's think a, it's less a reason to to fix a game, honestly. Or even like do other stupid or do things. other like stupid Mike things. Taylor comes to mind. Right. 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 Or like steal if, cough syrup. Mike, yeah, that's yeah, a really if, good point. If he just could have had a couple thousand dollars in the bank, then Maybe he wouldn't he doesn't have had to do that. Do those things. You know, yeah, so, if they would have had cost of attendance back then, then you know. Like Another make their point. lives better, and they're going to do less stupid things. I that's a really good point. I I'd be curious to the correlation there. I think people all of a sudden, oh, you got these nil money, and now these guys are just gambling all the way. It's like it's such a that's dumb. Not, that's not fair to and ninety nine percent of the student athletes. And like, I mean, if you have an employee and you pay them, like you have no control over what they do with their salary. Like it's not my fault. Like. Sure, I would love all my employees to invest and like to do all this smart thing, but like, I have no control over their personal life. Why the hell should this be any different? different. If you write a guy an NIL check, if he goes and does his charitable act that that he's he under contract, contract for, then yeah. what the hell do you, Brent? Can you say like, hey, listen, um, you know, Coach Campbell thinks you need to cut some weight. We'd really like you to cut your carbs when you go out to Buffalo Wild Wings. We really need you to get the grilled chicken not, instead of the fried. The, right. Come on, that's not how the real world yeah. works. And I, and I, I think you know we're going to get to a point, and the college athletes are in the same boat. They're you're adults now. Like you, you just you good and bad. 
Like you're going to get paid, but you got to pay your taxes. And if you get in trouble, there are consequences. And it's like these guys knew better. And so I, I don't feel bad if they're going to get in trouble here. I really don't. I, I, I'm just curious as to what that punishment looks like because I think yeah. the NCAA, and again, the NCAA, I, 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 sometimes we get this opinion that, oh, it's like these oligarchs that are running these things. It's the member institutions that yeah, they, have they, say here. They, they are the NCAA. And, and you, uh, last point there on that is that these other institutions are probably looking at Iowa and Iowa State right now and going, oh, shit, I hope they don't come to us. Right, and so that's why there's probably, I would guess most people are like, I hope they go light on Iowa and Iowa State because it's coming for us. And it reminds me of one of my favorite quotes, and we'll move on. As Jerry Tarkanian once said, and this is why I'm, it's curious Iowa and Iowa State involved here to start. He said, Kentucky got in trouble, so Cleveland State's on two years of probation again. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, uh, <laughs> why why these two but you know we'll we'll figure it out and this whatever decision happens in the next four months and they'll have to decide by then before the first football game uh, it'll it'll make waves for until the the regulations come to be all right uh let's refreshingly change the topic shall we i want to give a shout out to our friend i'm guessing that colin newell never bet on games it doesn't seem like that type, but he does do I saw a great. Colin on Thursday. Yeah, it was good to see good to Colin. See Colin, he's always smiling, you know. Yeah, he's just a happy guy. Uh, you can buy your insurance from Colin Newell, uh, former All Big Twelve lineman with the Cyclones. He's with our friends over at Farm Bureau Financial Services now, uh, under the uh, impeccable leadership of Ryan Harklaw. Uh, you can check out Colin. Uh, j- He's got a Farm Bureau Financial Services website. If you just go to fbfs.com, you can do a little search and Colin will pop right up for you. I'm going to give you his personal number. If you give him a, if you let him quote you, one, you're going to save some money on your insurance. Two, he's going to make a donation to the We Will Collective. His number is 515-964-5354. Again, that's 515-964-5354. Four. And he's a man of his word. He already made that that first donation for the first. Not I think he said 10, 10 folks got a quote. So come on, let's double that. Let's get that ten to ten more in the next week. Uh, another guy was at the uh, event on Thursday. It was uh, Jeremy Danielson. I didn't get to talk to Jeremy, but I saw him from a. Di- I, you had me busy. I was running around doing all kinds of stuff there, Make, making you earn it. Good time. Uh, DanielsonLaw.com. D A N I L S O N Law.com. Cool deal. We're on. We're getting into vacation modes. We've got Memorial Day coming up. People are going to be going on trips. They do an online notary service in um at danielson law which is incredibly valuable if you've ever run a a business you you know how valuable this can be and i want you to let them do this for you at danielsonlaw.com d-a-n-i-l-s-o-n law.com really good uh great cyclone fans who would love to help you out and of course a quick shout out to our friends at gravitate co-working check them out at gravitatecoworking.com uh, Jeff Wood runs the show over there and they, they really have, um, they're the premier co-working in the state of Iowa. 100%. There's really nobody that can even hold a candle. To I was downtown, I was downtown this week, uh, drove by and man, look jam packed in there, which is great. Good. I saw some people working away. Almost popped in for a cup of coffee, but didn't want to bother all the smart people yeah. working on their entrepreneurship. No, don't do, don't do that yeah. stuff. You just you keep doing. Your I just thing waved. 
You keep doing your thing. Uh, Great sponsors here on the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network. Iowa State Wrestling has snagged the number one recruit in the country from the University of Iowa. They caused a flip. Cody Chittum is his name. Uh, Jacqueline Cordova and Ben Visser did a special Reaction Time podcast on this commitment late last week. If you guys have a chance, go back and listen to that for a lot smarter wrestling commentary uh, from those two. But uh, this is a substantial get. I feel like Kevin Dresser's been recruiting the hell out of this place since he got here. Uh, And you can see in the turnaround on the mat, this one felt a little different. This felt a little more national. This felt really impactful. Uh, just going off of the vibe when you looked at wrestling Twitter, that sort of thing. And, um, you know, it sounds like they're pretty confident in the rest of the offseason, too. It sounds like Dresser and that. And they had a really good crop of freshmen last year. This right, is I mean, going to be really like fun. The, Johnson, you got, I mean, all those guys yeah. that were great. And you the, still have David Carr. Yeah. So this is like, uh, this this train isn't slowing down anytime soon. It's been fun to watch. It's kind of doing their thing, doing their thing. And then this era, in a weird way, was made for Kevin Dresser, though. Yes. Like, he was built for, as Jamie Pollard calls him, the P.T. Barnum. And you give him some tools at his disposal, with the Cyclone Regional Training Center. Now they launched officially this week uh, the Wrestling Collective. And, man, he you get dressed for the ability to to get on the road, um, not only recruit, but then also recruit donors. Give give it, I'll take Dresser over the Brands Brothers in that world every time. Can we? Okay, so I was hearing about this, and I've reached out to Kevin. We are going to do a sit-down podcast, me and him. Awesome. Probably later this summer. He's got the tailgate tour and all that. I think they're pretty busy right now on the road. Yeah. But yeah, he's 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 pounding the pavement. So the the wrestling collective. Let's discuss. Yeah. So basically, this is sep- this is separate from we will. It is. It is. And so when we when we will started again limited resources to begin. So we really focused on uh, men's and women's basketball and football. And uh, you're going to be transparent. We've had ad hoc situations with some Olympic sports athletes that have come up where they've had some hardships that we've ha- we have helped with. Okay. Like I want to make sure make that clear yeah. that if we get a request that yeah. special circumstances, you're not saying F off. Not at all. You're a tennis player. We're not nope. going to. Yeah. Nope. Speaking we, of that, we got to talk about that. Yeah. And we've absolutely. So there, there are, holy mac. there've been some situations where, or even if a donor said, Hey, you know, I'd like to help out here. We, we can do that. But from our general fund, wrestling is not included. Because they've had the regional training center, which Correct. was like an NIL thing, but not completely NIL. But since then, now NIL has come to wrestling. So Penn State, Ohio State, Iowa, Iowa State are some of the ones that are really picking this up because they want they know like a David Carr, honestly, you start talking about market values. David Carr's got a big market value. Well, it's these individual sport athletes that are really Huge. worth the most. Well, because you think you think what would it if For I could put true plug, nil yes true name image and likeness value but just think how many programs would David Carr start for right now at, at his weight probably at, all of every them? one of them except <laughs> right. maybe Missouri he maybe, would be in a right. wrestle off it'd be in the wrestle off so 
it, and it, if that was the case, they'd just move his way and he would start somewhere else. So he would start for every program in the country. Long story short, with the money that is now in NIL, he is in demand. And so, quite frankly, Iowa State, not that David isn't loyal, but they wanted to create something so they could help people like David, so he didn't look elsewhere. But with that, Dresser is unbelievable at pounding the pavement and fundraising, so he can help. Again, he, he can't be part of the transactions, but he can help raise the money. And just going to be candid, we have helped the wrestling collective, and it's called the Cardinal and Gold Collective, kind of with their infrastructure and how we got things off the ground. And theirs is going to be very similar to ours in the way it's structured. Good. Um, we're even going to have, we're even working with the same web designer so our websites look alike. feels like, too, and I don't know anything about this, but there'd be a lot, that wrestling community is so diehard, like with camps and volunteering at little kid tournaments and stuff like that. There's a ton that they can do. But then for those that want to support wrestling and they're, I've had some people ask me already, he's like, well, can I, can I earmark funds? I'm like, no, you you can. So you can either give to us or even better, just send another check over to the, to their collective. So then they just have it. And they just have it. Um, But we're absolutely, we're not in competition here. Like I want them to do well, because again, if they do well, it's better for Iowa State and everyone feels good about it. And dresser is, is, is their site up. It is. Okay. Yep. It's there. And it's uh, just launched, I think, on Thursday. Okay. Um, but it's there. They will, they're taking, they are 501c3. They're taking donations. They're doing some golf tournaments, some other fundraisers like they've done in the past. But this way, it goes directly to NIL for the student athletes. And honestly, wrestling is one of those sports where you, it's, you can win. You can win with NIL. Yeah. Because there's not, and there's not going to be as many programs like men's basketball or women's basketball or football that are participating. Yeah. So if you get stocked up, mm-hmm. I think Iowa State can, can be one of the best players in this, especially with Dresser at the helm. And this guy, this Chittum guy shows, and I don't know what his NIL situation was, if any. But that's why, if you're a wrestling fan, honestly, there's probably no better way you can help support right now the Iowa State wrestling program outside of, of, of supporting that collective. Good and stuff. I, and I'm I'm super pumped for them. Like that's why I, I want to reiterate to people like we are on their team. Like it's not a competition between We Will and and their collective. It's like well let's, let's a high tide rises all boats here. Okay. Good stuff there on Iowa State wrestling. So that was one hell of a week. That was that was a great lift of the spirits after this gambling Car- thing. Yeah, cardinalandgold.org. Okay. Tailgate tour starts this week. Uh they are in uh Peyton, Peyton. I'm just kidding. Okay, so it was just like a Madrid, Madrid thing. Or what do we do it? JSPC, baby. They are at Peyton on Monday, and then they go over to Council Tucky. I'm just kidding. I like you in Council Bluffs. I really do like Council Bluffs. I like I, Council Bluffs too. The Mall of the Bluffs. Where are they going in Council Bluffs? I don't know. I just pulled up this fancy little map. Where do you where do you, where do you go? Do you go to the, probably the casino there. Um. <laughs> I would hope. If they're going to the casino, I would hope that they would change that up. Just think about that. Just feels like the right thing to do. I I didn't mean to make. They've got that whole area since you've been over there. You remember the Mid American Center where they used to play the yeah like sub state games. Yeah, that whole area. There's a giant Bass Pro. There's it's really cleaned up. It is at the Mid America Center. Oh, not at the casino. There you go. But there's a lot of stuff over in that. In fact, I'm looking that at area. the schedule here. There is one casino in Bettendorf on the 24th. They're going to Sioux City on the 16th, uh, Okaboji, 
on the 16th, then to Webster City, the home of Tim Jansen. I love Webster City. Webster City's got a great racetrack, dirt track. We used to go there a lot. It's actually the, So they're going to Briggs Woods. They have a golf course there that is really, really nice. Uh, we're going to Clear Lake on Wednesday. And then next week, it looks like this. Marshalltown, Waterloo, Dubuque, Cedar Rapids, Bentendorf, and uh, Des Moines. Oh, that's West Des Moines. Have you ever seen that Mid-American Energy recplex over in West Des Moines? No. That thing is a monster. That's where that is on May 24th. I don't go to West Des Moines very often. Yeah, it's, it's, not, it's I just, I don't really ever have a need to get over there. I get it, but it is, that recplex is yeah. something else. You know, Campbell will get peppered with gambling stuff. That will be a top topic coming up. Uh, other questions that I would have, I sent this out to our staff that will be covering this. Uh, I'd love to hear from Finley about the rest of the offseason. Are you done? What is your outlook at the roster uh, after the deflections? But you also got a couple of additions. Yep. I think it's interesting. I, I would ask TJ Otzelberger about position. You know, we, we talk a lot about positionless basketball, but who's your backup point guard? Well, they got um, one more scholarship now, too. Yeah. What are you going to plan to do with that? Uh, I think that Kevin Dresser is probably, of all the guys, to discuss things with the most interesting one. I would love to talk to him about, you know, everything that's transpired over the last week. And had, I, what about this Iowa State tennis deal? They're they're going to the Elite Eight. Unbelievable. It's it's one of the most crazy stories that we've ever seen in our career here. Like a Netflix documentary or a Disney. Movie. <laughs> they didn't win it. Big 12 match, CW, when we were at Iowa State. Unbelievable. And now they're in the Elite Eight, and they just beat UCLA. Remember last summer with the Momsilovich thing? We got into it with those UCLA guys. Oh, yeah, but, uh, yeah. It was yeah, ex- suck on that, losers. Yeah, we just beat your ass in tennis. At Ames High School, nonetheless. <laughs> Which is great. <laughs> they're doing this. I actually they're, had... They're a, doing this without, like, really a... A person I, I talk about realignment with a lot. I was texting a little bit because of the Brett McMurphy thing. We'll get to, yeah, yeah. but this morning I was kind of reaching out to some people and just being like, "Hey, what do you what do you think?" And one of my one of my people responded, "UCLA can't even beat Iowa State in tennis." <laughs> it's true. Which I was like, "Hey, that's a really good point. You would think that the people in Los Angeles would be better at tennis than Iowa State." Uh, who are the eight teams remaining? I mean, I I what did I read? Uh, Auburn. Is Auburn in there. You tell me. Man, I, I'll let me see if I can. What? It's incredible. Like Boomer Saya. That guy's a badass. Awesome. We need to get him on the show. Let's get Boomer Saya on the show. I'm, I'm for it. They can go to Orlando. But man, it's, it's a good proof of. You really can win in any sport. Like it just, it they have the right makeup of the right all the roster. sports that Iowa it's State's going to get to an elite eight. I never thought it would be seriously. Tennis. Think I about not, that. That would have been like the last one. All right, so here are the eight remaining schools. Are you ready? Okay. Iowa State, A&M, Stanford. Stanford's good at everything other than football and yep. men's basketball. Your number one ranked team is North Carolina. Screw them. Georgia. Screw them. NC State. Clones got them. Michigan. Yeah. Texas. So who did the clones get? Uh, Remember when we I'm beat sure. Texas earlier in the year? It was kind of like the uh, Let's look at the bracket. Wake up call for everybody who that this got. thing's for real. Yep, who we got? We got we got NC State Saturday, or excuse me, five seventeen. What's five seventeen? 
No, that's uh, that's Wednesday. Is this televised? Can we get this thing on know. TV yet? I don't know. I feel like Flow Sports or something it's like gotta that. It's got to be, be the, on somewhere. I mean, come on. We got the Wolf Pack, though. I don't, I, I'm not scared. I'm not don't scared turn your back pack. on the Wolf Pack. I'm not scared of the Wolf Pack. Beat UCLA already. It's like the most. The other side of that bracket is Stanford A&M. Not scared. I told you about when I was in Raleigh for one day, and it was the most disgusting city I've ever been at in my life. <laughs> Take that, Research Park, Raleigh. When is the Iowa State's last national championship? In anything? Yeah. That's a you and Chris Andringa oh, is it, Mike Green question. I think 90s, 90s and cross country, I want to say. I, Cross country was where my mind initially yeah, went, I but I don't actually know that. Like I'm, I'm telling you, there have not been many in Iowa State's in Elite Eight in a sport. That is craziness. In the sport that's traditionally its worst. Right. And should be. Like in the at- entire athletic department. And we've seen some shitty football here over the years, okay? <laughs> like football, football is like Alabama right compared to Iowa State tests. Got, got it pulled up. Iowa State has 19 national championships. You ready? Wow. That many? More than I thought. Okay. Uh, Let's go through these. Wrestling has eight. Yeah. In 33, 65, 69. Nice. 70, 72, 73. Oh, my gosh. Wrestling dominated. 77 and 87. Okay. Okay. Women's cross country. 75, 76, 77, 78, 79. Like Dynasty. Break up the Cyclones. Gee, many Christmas. 81. Men's cross country. 89 and 94. There's your answer, 94. Okay. And then men's gymnastics. We were elite on the trampoline, <laughs> 71, 73, and 74. What and the hell ever happened to that program? Yeah, it, it, so, uh, hey, shout out to my guy, Jay Ronay. Yeah, great great time at Iowa State. Yeah, no, he, he got let go, he got but let go. I really awesome like that guy. guy. He's guy. one of my all-time favorites. No, the, so men's gymnastics, the coach was Ed Garnier. Does this ring a bell? Probably not. So back in the day, you folks from the 90s will remember this. They did the five-for-five five shoot-around when they go to the baskets. And Ed, Ed was the one that said Benson Motors. There's, there's like people who understand what I'm talking about, and, and you're welcome. Boy, the Larry Stacey thing from last week really got people fired up. People are on my side. You kind of got buried in that argument. No, it's it's fine. Like, And I totally anticipated that because a lot of you people can't get past your fandom. You can't see things object. He had a really good year and a half. We're, like we, the best year and a half in the history. I agree. got traction. We're got getting some, Larry on. I got traction. Yes. Let's put it that way. I love it. Working on it. Efforting. Perhaps an hour with Larry and my my whole thing will be gone. <laughs> it's possible. Perhaps he could lure me with his charisma. Well, he so somebody reminded me he did come back in 2008 for the uh, what was it, the hundredth anniversary of Iowa State basketball. Uh, but that's the last time he's been on campus. So it's literally been 15 years. Anyway, progress. I'll just leave it at that. No, I just, I think we need guardrails to speak your language on this conversation. Is he the best coach ever? Maybe. His tenure was not the best. <sighs> I don't, uh, okay. And we can get into some. He had a really, on. really high. The highest. Yeah. Yes. Like the ceiling elite. was the highest, but damn that floor, right? Like I, you can't I, just ignore. Well, I understand, it. but it was at his fault. I don't know. Well, I think some of it was. 
I mean, you, you just hosted an entire leadership summit, and you're going to say that the, the leader of the program shouldn't take blame for anything? No, I absolutely. Especially when, let's be honest, he was caught with co-eds drinking on a college campus after a game. Like, that is a real thing. He was. Should he have been fired is a whole other conversation. I think it's an interesting question of, if that happens today, what happens to Larry? Mm. Boy, I, I think it's worse. I think it's better. Really? For him. Just, that would never happen today, though, because, I mean, it it would be on social media. Right and, away. Yeah. But it, what you would do, I mean, has this happened before? I mean, I guess it happened to uh, Sarkeesian at USC. Yeah, and he got... He got let go. Anyway. And that, I don't know if it's worse or better. And I again, like, I don't... You think can't he fire prob- somebody that I don't is think an alcoholic. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I'm not arguing that. I'm just saying. He like, literally had a legitimate... To say, problem. was it his fault? Is alcoholism anybody's fault? I mean, that's another discussion. That's a good point. And it's worth discussing. Yeah. Not, not, not today. <laughs> no, I, I'm fascinated by this. I'm listen. I'm not. Twenty years ago, I'm not anti Larry. I know I, you're not. I think he is an icon. I think we should celebrate him at Iowa State. I believe in all of this. The discussion we were having was: Is he the best ever? And like, what does that mean? What does that mean? You know, it's that's a, where I'm going with. It's a loaded question. If Who, it's who's the best in-game coach, then. Maybe okay. we go there. Let's, like I, yeah. Let's, I think you have a point. Let's ask this question. I think Hoiberg had a better tenure. Who's the best Iowa State football coach of all time? Again, it's tough, right? Where do you go? I mean, I. Is it Matt? I think it's Matt. I I think it probably is. I think it's Matt Campbell. I mean, McCarney had the 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 years, but it wasn't. Win and, but, loss but, wise. Like and I, Earl Bruce, Johnny Majors Ma- had a high end. McCarney. Had such a shithole to take over. Right. You got to factor that in. You know, and he built that up. Like, would Matt have been able to do that? I don't, Matt, I don't know. Matt's like, on year eight. Matt, you know, this yes. year and next year, pretty big for Matt as far as the legacy goes. Totally because, agree. like, you look at Pat Fitzgerald. Like, totally he's, agree. I'm watching him at the We Will thing. I'm like, he's our Pat Fitzgerald. Campbell. Yeah. yeah. You know, I was, that's just. But he's dialed off now, right? And now there's a lot of Northwestern people that... that well, you saw like... Uh, but you got to give the guy credit. Like, Matt Campbell won a BCS game at Iowa State. Like in a Big 12 championship. Yeah. And yeah. frankly, like, one that I'd love to get that one back. Yes. That team that against team Oklahoma and yeah. give me Aishim Young and, right. you know, all those Not things. Like, play. Right? Like, I'd love to have that. That game's 10 more minutes. Iowa State wins by couple scores i think that the way that that thing was trending but that doesn't matter doesn't again that's my point with it's yeah. my point with larry. larry yeah like there's a lot of ifs you know there's a lot <laughs> but of i ifs. get it like i understand why you old timers and i am not and some people hold it against me but i, I hope not because i'm all in baby like you don't have the emotional i attachment. i don't yeah. and that's why i can sit here and and question it I understand and, I understand it's so the same reason why somebody would, would argue with me that Earl Bruce and Johnny Majors were better than Dan McCarney. Well, I, I wasn't alive. I don't have that attachment. I do remember yeah. how Dan McCarney's era f- made me feel and how great that was. And so I would always side with Mac, over, although <laughs> from a win-loss record, it wasn't close. Anywho. And that's kind of where I'm at with the Hoiberg thing, maybe, too. Yeah. But like they, it just was like it's tournaments year after year. Yeah. And other than the little bit of the doldrums at the end of the Prom era, that's the expectation now since Fred since got the Fred job. Got, that's 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 fair. 
And you, you could argue that Matt's last 18 months were a victim of his own success. Yeah. Because if he doesn't have that high end from 17, 18, 19, 20, 22 doesn't look as horrible. My favorite thing <laughs> is when people go, well, the, you know, Campbell's really good years. I mean, it was all because he had great players. <laughs> I hear this a lot. And it's like, what the, what in that? Like, listen to what you just said. Well, say, say where he's like, well, Fred, Fred only had NBA so, guys. It's yeah. like, well, So yeah. you would prefer Iowa State have average players and just elite coaching to, to at the max, get to a 7 out of 10? It, that makes me chuckle, too. I hear that all the time. Well, I mean, look what he's done without Brees Hall. Well, who, who, yeah. Does he get credit for having David Montgomery and Brees Hall? He are we just forgetting about that? It's good. I, it's a. It's gonna be a fun year, I think, for them. I think Matt. You know, the he fact said, that he's been good for as long as he has here, like it makes it. It's not a fluke, and like he's still highly regarded. Other people want him. He, I think he is. McCarney has his own legacy uh, as the builder. What Matt's done is not possible without McCarney. And I think all of those basketball coaches, you go back to Johnny Orr. And yeah, the they same. built on each other. Is Johnny Orr the best? Well, you could make the argument based on it's the same thing as McCarney, right? Yeah, very similar if you want to compare those two. Mm-hmm. But I don't think, like, I never watched Dan McCarney's, like, offenses or defenses and was like, oh, well, this is... Schematic genius. Yeah, but it's just really sound, like... And, Mac, I also think if we're being very objective here, a lot of those great seasons came when the schedule... Oh, that's that's a fact. And But that's fine. Like, you play the schedule in front of you. Still had to be. But I also... The reason I say that, Point Campbell. Because he's had to play the round robin. True. Point Campbell. I, uh, you know, he said something on Thursday. So we had the leadership summit. So he was, thank you. He, he, was, he was amazing. Brilliant. Matt was so good. And I'd love for him to expand on this with going forward. But he said the newest adversity they dealt with was the adversity of success, which is interesting. That's new for Iowa State. It's where success comes, but then how do you keep fighting to stay at the top? I mean, you, I think we've all felt this. In You're some not capacity. little Iowa You're not State, little Iowa State anymore. Now people are coming yeah. at you. Yeah, and you it it takes that much more to stay there than get there. Like you, it's a lot easier to tell the story of oh nobody believes in us, but once you're at the top, yeah, now everyone's gunning for you. And Iowa State was a target there in 21 and 22, and now you know arguably Iowa State did not live up to that expectation. So that's the next that's the next uh, succession of how do you keep building? Is now you get get back up to the top, but then stay there. That's quote. why. That's why I actually respect, and it pains me, but I respect like Dabo and, and Clemson. Yeah, no, I get it because they they went now they did win national championships in the seventies, whatever eighties, but they've been able to stay there for the most part. Geographically, now, a better spot to recruit than what we have, and, but, and they're loaded with yeah. the talent and all that good stuff. But it, it's the ability what to take that next step as a program. It's not only you got to win nine games, you got to win nine games in back to back years. No, I, I don't disagree with you. And that's where the adversity of success comes I, I, in. I, again, and I, I think that like from the outsider, I think you and me and a lot of these diehards listening know this, but I, I think from the outside, it's a big year for Matt to not be, to have too many yeah, down which, years in a row. Sure, and it's, 
You could look at last that year legacy, and you could say, "Well, wait a second. Six of those seven losses yeah. were in the last possession, which we all would because we watched the but game." We, but nobody sees that. They see Correct. four and eight, yeah. and that's that's why this year is important. And it comes back to go right back to the top. Gosh, you hope that gambling thing, mm-hmm. which again is not overly heavy handed, because and I don't know what the numbers are. But, uh, but you don't want it to taint his you, legacy. Yeah, you don't. Well, and you don't. You don't need guys out for six or eight games or whatever. No. it might be either. I mean, it's just it, whoever they are. It doesn't matter. I mean, you 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 only have so much, so many guys. So hey, it'll be an interesting week on the tailgate tour. I think you'll have some news come out of that. But also, you know, I it, we're we're closing in. What about I mean, the are, uh, tennis coach not even being able to go on the tailgate tour? Whoever thought that'd be a thing? Did the tennis coach? The tennis coach never went on the tailgate tour. He would have been the most popular guy this year, maybe. Boomer. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. It's good for him. He doesn't get to go he now. He doesn't get to go. He's got to work. Be in Orlando. It's fantastic. Beating up, be, beating up the wolf pack. Speaking of. Tennis, tennis you. Well, we are in Ames. As I tweeted, Ames greater than L.A. Really, there's we can't two. do any NIL deals with the tennis team, can we? They're all international. Not, unfortunately. Working on it. Actually, met with an immigration. I'm not making this up. I met with an immigration attorney on Wednesday. Efforting. There's ways. Trying to figure it out. What a world we live in, buddy. We're going to try to help out the tennis program, keep their talent. Bloom and I used to study for tests in college at Welch Avenue Station. Now the entire athletic department is on Bloom's watch. Me, me, I'm meeting with immigration attorneys. Yeah, that happened this week. It's truly an unbelievable turn of events. <laughs> what, what are we doing here? It's great meeting, by the way. This, this, this woman was very smart. Remember, Never, you wanted to be a lawyer? I well, Based on that meeting, I don't think you could qualify. The, the truth of it is that had Cyclone Fanatic not come along the way that it did, I was going to go to law school. I was getting the hell out of this thing. Yeah, but to your point, I wasn't cut out for it. <laughs> I don't have the discipline. You were, you were cut out, though, to, to play the NWO theme song. <laughs> the NWO Wolfpack, Wolfpack theme song. Right. right, get it right. <laughs> have a great week, everybody. Cheers. Happy Mother's Day. So turn your back on the Wolfpack. You might wind up in a body bag. Wolfpack is back, cause I'm mass destruction. Guess who's here, the bad boys are wrestling. Testing competition when the 